0: what is going on everybody welcome to busy six the Geekaverse's all video game talk show we're streaming live at twitch.tv slash the geek on this snowy snowy night snowy snowy night snowy night in buffalo new york i can talk i'm good at it i can talk just as well as john can have that drink and not joke come on man (laughs) i'm drowning over here i'm sorry Don't drown! Again, it's snowing, John. Oh my goodness gracious. We've got a lot of really good stuff to talk about today. I'm really excited about this, really, as I always am. But today, we're talking about God of War Ragnarok impressions. John has sunk some time into this beauty of a game. We're talking about the Game Award nominees, and we're going to have a little bit of a competition and make some predictions here. And actually, keep track for once about that and then of course at the end of the show we've got guess the game our favorite new segment and i've got what i think is a really good game so we'll talk about that when the time comes thanks again for tuning in john are you feeling better now that we've kind of cleared the i
1: i've wondered this my entire life if you choke on water enough to the fact where you you pass away would your cause of death be drowning like you you drown right like you you have been asphyxiated by by water that's drowning well, I
0: Lauren would probably know this. We're
1: we're gonna have to consult Lauren, her. We'll circle back next. week. up,
0: but uh, <laughs> Josiah's pool girl. If you're in the chat, we would like to know the answer to that question. We'll
1: circle That'd back be... next week if we don't know. But like that, that's got to be considered drowning, right? I would be the I would be the one. I'd be the one to on my death certificate say like cause of death: drowning. But you ask, how did he do it? Drinking water, like he
0: wasn't even near water. Like <laughs> minus the water that he tried. He was to drink. he was in
1: his office sitting in a chair. How would he drown? Water bottle. It
0: was live on Twitch. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, that got dark fast, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk video games. We love video games, of course, but what else do we love? Beer. And you know what? I've got a really good one tonight. Well, I don't know that it's really good because I haven't tried it, but it looks really good. John, because you're going to be our show and tell person, why don't you go first on beer?
1: So the fact that you haven't tried it yet means you're not you are not going to... You didn't save one of those minky sunrises, I guess. <laughs> I know you had that already.
0: <laughs> Dude, so... Okay. I had saved one of those cans for last week if we were going to record and I struggled to save make one. it. This is controversial, I know, because I didn't save John a can. I'm a bad friend. But that point aside, I wanted to save it so bad and when we weren't recording, I was like <laughs> done. it's done. It's over. And it, it was it was over. My quick reaction on that, so all Minky Boodle is good. The variations I've had, we had Mickey day, which was, you know, four different variations of that plus another four that you could kind of get as guest brews with other breweries. This one is not far off from the original Minky Boodle, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, that being said, it is just different enough to have that, uh, that extra fruity flavor. That's not raspberry. Um, so I do like it, but, uh, I saw Thin Man was selling discounted four packs. If you're able to get there tonight before the snow madness, oh, that's uh, awesome! Kind that's of really cool. A moot point, now I guess. Yeah. Anyway, John, what do you, what do you got? What's about I, to be in your system? I've
1: got a big one. I've got I've got one of the one of the top dogs. I got the heady topper got the Heady mm, topper no. fr- from the alchemist um and usually i'm well aware when this stuff is making its way to buffalo usually something like a aurora brew works or even, even like a consumer somebody's posted about it on instagram saying hey alchemist is coming our way come on and grab it i just happened to be going to wegman's before my buddy's birthday party i'm like oh, i should pick up some beers and the the two two little shelves were stocked full of Heady topper i'm like what what is going on is it my birthday what's what's happening um uh, so i grabbed a couple four packs always good to have um it's the OG man, like it is. It is the it is the original Northeast style IPA. Like Hedy Topper and Focal Banger from the Alchemist, like they are the guys that they, they they pioneered this kind of stuff. Um, it's still so good. It's my favorite style of IPA. It's like a Northeast style, which you kind of call nowadays a West Coast style because it's bitter, it's happy, right? But you know that's yeah. that's it kind of originated here in the Northeast. I'm a big fan. Um, anytime it comes around, I snag it up. I've been there. I went there uh, last fall. Beautiful place. Great beer.
0: I am excited to try one of those. I got to make my way to Wegmans eventually here. Oh, it's gone. I was there the um, next
1: day and it was gone.
0: <laughs> well, one of these shadow drops, I'm going to get there and just see it. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> but that being said, I'm going. Uh, so we, we went with two non-locals today, which is interesting because usually one of us at least has a Buffalo based beer. Yeah. Uh, I've got from North Dakota, Drecker Brewing Company. We've got uh, so Drecker, by the way. So this is new to me. Uh, a good friend of mine got this for me. Her brother lived out that way. And they specialize in stuff that is kind of similar to froth. However, what do we got here? We got, I love this can art. I was just going to
1: say, tea. hold hold that up. That's a can that I'm I'm buying that beer based on the can alone.
0: Cyber scream.
1: Oh, love it. I'm it feels, all in.
0: You know, just like the cyberpunk kind of pink that we came became accustomed to with the game a few years ago. Uh, a Nordic triple ipa oh my boy, god
1: you're speaking <laughs> my language dude are you kidding me right now
0: i am hanging that
1: smells delish a so. triple what, what's the percentage on that are we talking 10 plus on a triple
0: hang on hang on i i think it's 10 but i haven't looked at it it's gonna pour in real quick what do we have what do we have here
1: yeah, that can Where are just is incredible. It? Sometimes it's hidden, sometimes it's not. I mean, I think it legally has to be there, but sometimes I can't find it. And it's like, I don't care.
0: I don't care enough. It's, it's got to be somewhere. Yeah, whatever. I'll find it. throughout the show.
1: Point. But you know what? Cheers, my friend. Cheers, brother. A friendly competition.
2: Yeah?
0: You and I, man. Obviously, we're on the same page with a lot of this stuff. It's funny that we bring kind of like, you know, we go opposite corners of the, the country here. With relatively similar styles, yeah, that good. that is really good.
1: Sounds good. It looks good. I, I'm <sighs> jealous.
0: Well, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. All right. um Show and tell. You got a show and tell for this? Got a show and tell. It's
1: uh so we're going to be talking about what's in our system. Uh, you're watching this show on YouTube. You see it in the headlines. We're going to be talking God of War Ragnarok. God of War Ragnarok came out last. Wednesday, Josiah. What else came out last Wednesday? We got a War Ragnarok dual sense, of course. I, so we, you, and I both have our hands on this. It's uh, it's something I wasn't even sure I wanted. I just clicked buy because it was it was it was selling out fast. So I'm just that that's the kind of willpower I have. Uh, if you know you know you know me as a Same. person, that's me. Um, I've grown to love it. I what I've said, what I've said is this is my first unnecessary dual sense purchase. It is the first one that's that is unnecessary. Why do I say that? Why?
0: Why do you say that?
1: Why do I say that? I have I've I have a charger down in my living room where I play my PS5 that I can dock two DualSense controllers. So I play one. And then if, it's, if I'm playing long enough to where it dies, I can dock it and I can grab the second one. I'm never short on battery with my DualSense. That's practical. Okay, that's good. John, you have a third one? I do. That's on my wall right next to me. My white one is dedicated specifically for my PC. This is my PC controller. It's on my wall right next to my computer. So that's a perfect setup. Why would you need another one? You don't. That's the answer. I don't need this. I, I did not need a, a fourth Dual Sense, um, but I love it. It's cute. It's cool. I love the white PlayStation button. That's like become my favorite part about it. Every time I go to press that, I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty. That's pretty,
0: dude. I can't believe I forgot to bring that on because I knew deep down that you were going to have it as well, and it would have been great to you know bring this the dual. <laughs> yeah. and tell. What am good? And that being said, I so I didn't love the design of this dual sense when we saw it originally but like you i was like i gotta get the pre-order in yeah you can cancel if you want
1: to right return
0: it of course i wasn't gonna cancel it if i get to that point i'm not canceling. no chance so i showed daisy this a while ago and she was all about it and she kept talking about it she goes dad we getting that new controller i have the white one i've got the black one i've got the purple one which is my favorite it's also daisy's favorite so i haven't seen it in months and then we've got a pink one because they were on sale. And I was like, Daisy, you would love this. You got a pink one. I'll take the purple back. She goes, No, you play with the pink one. So that was failed. So I told her about this one and I was really excited. I'm like, I think we're going to get that controller. Just, you know, maybe don't tell mom. Just don't bring it up. So we get it and um, everyone's basically going to bed. I go, Daisy, come here. And I, I unbox it with her. I'm like, Look at this. She goes, we got the controller? She goes, you love that game. I go, I love that game. I haven't played it yet, but I know I will with the Ragnarok logo. what 20 seconds. 20 seconds. She goes over to Laura and goes, Mom, do you see our new controller? I go, Daisy, <laughs> you did one job. You did one job. Laura I didn't, didn't see it delivered anything. Uh,
1: <laughs> I just realized for the first time they had the Ragnarok logo on
0: the back. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even yes. know that. This, again not in love with this control but it i think this is the first dual sense like tailored to a game it is it is the first
1: it is the first like non you know like unibody colored dual sense it's the first like special edition dual sense so it's like you know part of history in that way
0: yeah and honestly i was like this could literally be a white controller that just someone wrote god of war on it and i probably would get it because i love this game so much i like the sabers jerseys that we have purchased and maybe not purchased, they're not going to come around again. So you got to kind of get it while it's hot. Um, However, I will, the last part of the story for my Ragnarok controller is I have successfully been able to use my purple one again because Daisy wants to use this one.
1: Now it's all,
0: it's all (laughs) sticky. Now the triggers don't work. (laughs) Eight months later, the, the second she saw it, she's like, I'll use that one. And you can use the purple one. She goes, dad, you always want to use the purple one. I was like, who are you? Are you kidding me right now? So all is well that ends well, I guess. But that's when I want to kind of try to keep to the side. So I have five dual senses now. And at work, we have this reward system with uh, points that you can get stuff out of a catalog. They just got rid of gift cards. But do you know what they added? They added dual senses. Really? Yes. What? I have. They have a lot of like electronics things like that. I did not expect this. Usually, it's like here's Call of Duty, the original Modern Warfare that you can get for so many points. Like, right. what, who cares? Or like Nintendo DS games. They have dual senses and they have the blue one, and I have almost the amount of points <sighs> for it. So at this point, I'm like, do I just go
1: in and dude? Do it? My I, the second this arrived here, I'm like, I've got four of these. Do I just do? Do I just go full send and get all the dual senses? So I just be the guy that has them
0: all. Does it? Are we at that point where we should just have them all? I don't know, man. Up here, John. So, like where I record, you know the layout. Eventually, like I want to make this into a full studio for us and maybe a workspace too. I'm thinking about on the wall where the TV and maybe the mounted like PlayStation would be because they kind of make really cool wall mounts nowadays. I would love to kind of display some of those because obviously you're not going to need more than four at a time which no. is a stretch to begin with because how often do we get together to physically play right, let's see if but, this works like
1: oh it worked oh my god it worked i did not expect that to work uh, yeah so that's what that's how i have my dual sense up there
0: uh that's my vision for the dual senses that i would have so right. like i'd have colors i don't know that just seems cool to me you get a nice backlight and we're talking some sweet ass gamer setup
1: right for sure and like these are these were on amazon you can hang headphones or controllers on them because they're like rounded at the top so like it's perfect i, I mean my, my, the headphones i have on now are supposed to be right up there obviously um but yeah, yeah controller hangs out right there grab a couple of those bad boys amazing
0: amazing yeah i couldn't agree more man good stuff this seems like a very playstation centric episode now speaking of which Let's uh let's talk about what's in your system. And I think for both of us, it's pretty much one game. Now one my game has been relegated to about ninety minutes or so in the last week. So that's exactly how far I am in God of War Ragnarok. John, I'll I'll talk a, a little bit about my experience because it's very it's bite-sized, but I want you to really elaborate on what you've seen. Obviously spoiler free.
1: Josiah, before you do that, I have played yeah. I've so we're talking about what we're playing, right? We're out, we're gonna go, both go into Ragnarok. I have played more Marvel Snap every day since I downloaded it than you have God of War Ragnarok in total. (laughs) I have played at least 90 minutes of Marvel Snap every day since I downloaded it. And you've only played 90 of, of God of War Ragnarok. That's all I'm saying. It's all the gaming podcast. That's all I'm saying. Who's the gamer? I don't know. It's a
0: struggle. It hit me today that I was like, I don't know if I'm qualified to do this anymore
1: i'm not saying I'm not, no i'm not making any accusations. i'm just laying out facts for no i am for maybe an eventual like, court case i don't know
0: <laughs> what what is the court case that
1: i made you choke on your water i i didn't say i just i, I allegedly i don't know what you're talking about this,
0: this show is off the rails so um <laughs> god of war ragnarok i'm smiling as i'm starting to play this game I'm taking my time in the menu beforehand. I've enhancing everything. I'm looking at all the options. And I start playing, and I'm just, I'm just smiling. Because I'm thinking to myself, they did it again. We know from the, the critical reception, all the 10 out of 10s we're seeing. Lightning struck twice, ironically enough. Unbelievable. And it feels good. It feels maybe even better than the first game, which I didn't think was possible. We see some familiar faces right off the get-go in a really fun chase sequence. We get some really big revelations. We get why we're doing what we're doing. We get a little bit older Atreus. We get a super emotional moment with Atreus. We get a flash... Well, not a flashback, but a an homage to early portions of the first game with between Kratos and, and Atreus. And you see just that little personality from Kratos, and it, it is... I as we know like I preach to everybody I'm not a big believer in hey you have to play every game in a series before the next one comes out. The payoff is immense if you've played the first God of War and you dive into God of War Ragnarok.
1: This it is superb. This, this might be the the exception to that rule. This might like I'm usually with you. Like you don't have to you don't have to watch the thing before you saw the thing you you almost have to play god of war before you play ragnarok like you are missing out on so much like it, it is like of course you can you could watch a youtube video they even have a recap in the game not that great honestly it's kind of just like a, a quick montage um you you can certainly watch the story but like this is a this is god of war 2018 part 2 for sure
0: dude it is just like the so the way i look at it i totally agree with all that Y'all know I'm a huge Batman Arkham fan, and Arkham Asylum was that game that hit me hard. I loved it so much. When I got Arkham City two years later, I was in all my glory. They made everything better. How could they do that with this game? Well, in my limited experience, the hour and a half I've played, three or four epic moments slash sequences slash fights have happened, and I couldn't be happier. And I can't believe that I've only been able to play what I've played but it's so satisfying. The combat feels great right off the get-go. Much like Horizon, where you can traverse the environment a little bit better, that exists now in God of War. And you said it in one of our group chats, John. Another banner year for Sony. We got Horizon at the beginning. We got a beautiful Last of Us remake in the middle. Now we've got the bookend with God of War Ragnarok. And boy, what a time to be a PS5 fan it is. So that being said... John, you've played a lot more than I have. What's your experience? Take take me through it all.
1: So I I have not finished the game yet. I am about 11 to 12 hours through the game. God of War Ragnarok might be the best game I've ever played. God of War Dude. Ragnarok might be the best game I've ever
0: played. Now, So in the, in the theater, if I could quickly interrupt, we saw Black Panther last week. We had the entire row. We had our family there. You... Uh you talked to me about this cuz we just saw a Ragnarok thing on screen. The Ben Stiller commercial for that kills me. It's so funny. Uh and you said it was maybe your favorite game of all time. And I just kind of like I didn't say that.
1: I said it might be just, the be- I said it might be the best game of all time. Best does not mean favorite. So okay. Okay. so so all right. So I'll dive into it. I'll dive into it. God of War Ragnarok might be the best game I ever played. It it is, it is enthralling, dude. Like the store like everything about the first game, just multiplied. I can't put it down. Anytime I have free time, what I want to be doing is playing God of War Ragnarok. What was it? I think I just finished watching the Sabers game. I was exhausted. I barely got any sleep the night before. But I'm like, I just have to play some Ragnarok tonight. I played like two hours of the game as a zombie. I'm just sitting there staring at the screen. I'm like, I should go to bed. Like I am not. I don't even know if I'm enjoying this as much as I should be, but I can't put it down. Like that it is, it is that level of like the story is so good that I just want to keep, even on like a small scale, I'm not even talking about the big story beats where it's like this big thing happens. So we have to get to the next big thing. I'm talking about the moment to moment conversations you're having with the, with the side characters and everything like that. Like everything is just so well written that I just do not want to stop listening and, and exploring and knowing more about this world and you know, about where I'm going on this journey. And Add to the fact that when I'm not learning stuff about the story, the gameplay is just so much fun. Like God of War Ragnarok is just more God of War 2018, and just like cooler animations and a couple more, you know, like moves you can do. And I haven't haven't even unlocked all the stuff I know that I'm going to be able to do yet. Um, so when I say it might be the best game I've ever played, it's just like it plays so well. The story is so enthralling. I, I can't get enough of it. It's just, it's just unabashedly a masterpiece the reason i brought up like is it my favorite game of all time i would still pick the last of us over this like i just that's just more my vibe like i i can recognize that this is probably a better game than both last of us games like as a game as even, even as a narrative right like it, it's probably better like objectively but i like that i like that more right i just like it more
0: but dude I, that's that's fine you could say you'd like any game more like that's sure. your prerogative i and who cares at the end of the day that's that's your opinion, but like it is saying a lot to have that in the conversation for sure. And I know how much you love the last of us to even like be talking about it in the same breath. (laughs) No pun intended. Yeah. But like that says so
1: much. And I, and I can see the objectivity behind the fact that like, it's better. It's better, man. Like it's, it's, it's it's a better game. Like It's a better constructed narrative. The gameplay is much more fun, diverse and, and more in, in, better built. It's a better game. Like God War Ragnarok might be the best game I ever played. Boom. Done. Like, I'm not even done yet. I'm halfway through the game. I'm 12 hours in and I watch what, what what I, the way I like to gauge how far I am in a game, like a new game that just came out. This is so risky, by the way, I don't, I don't recommend it at all. I'll pull up, well, I'll pull up one of those YouTube movie playthroughs, like a full playthrough of the game. And I'll just keep scrubbing until I find where I am in the game. <laughs> <laughs> then i'll pause that's risky. and i'll watch and I'm like, god right, that's that's basically where i am and i'll see how much how, how much is left in the youtube timer <laughs> that's how i figure out how that's far how you know uh-huh yeah oh my
2: god i mean like dude, I, that's crazy. I
1: still I, I used like how long to beat.com and stuff like that too Save. but uh, i like the visual reference like okay this person is nine hours and 21 minutes into their youtube video perfect there's 11 hours left okay that's it i got it <laughs>
0: um how do we know how long this main path is about main story
1: close to 30 close to 30
0: so i i read 28 and i was like it's a long game i don't game. think that's right <laughs> but last of us part two was
1: around there. there so it was it was like 22 ish 22 to 24
0: to 30 maybe i was not, just slow with it
1: yeah not you you can you can certainly do my my playthrough was 25 but i know that i was like intentionally slow with a lot of stuff with it my first playthrough was like 24.5 or something like that
0: Dude, when, when this was announced in mid-2020, I, I didn't know if it was a full-on sequel or if we were getting another kind of like Miles Morales-sized game. Either way, I was super stoked. And the way it came across was just a logo for the game and a voiceover. No visuals in terms of gameplay. And I was, I was sold that second. And I remember it in the Prepare for Ragnarok Like, if you think about what I like as a fan, what do I hardcore fandom in? God of War, since it was rebooted, I'll say, one of my top five games of all time. One of my favorite movies ever, Thor Ragnarok. So when God of War 2018 took the turn that it did in this mythos and tying into Thor and Loki and Odin and all that wonderful stuff, I was excited. But when you fast forward two years later, and we get that logo, and I realize there's going to be a game called God of War Ragnarok. I kind of freaked out a little bit. Like, that's unbelievable to me. Like, if you were to find a silly, cheesy, non-cheesy way to call this God of War Star Wars, I would have been like, are you kidding me? Like, that was it. This is, again, in only 90 minutes of gameplay has struck so many chords for me. Oh, and i can't wait to deep dive
1: i can't into wait it. to talk to you about so much like the game the game is so good we've got our, our good friend a good friend Rashawn anderson in chat he's ragnarok he's got he's got 26 hours into the game he says it's better than 2018 in every way he believes like there's i don't even know who could even argue that it, it's 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 what 2018 was but better in every way um it may have the best writing and world building in any game i've ever played the writing, man, the writing, like everything that is said, whether it just be from like Mimir, that's on your hip, whether it be from your, your dwarves, Brock and Sindri, um, like Atreus is such a better character. And again, Atreus played his part. He was he was a, a whiny little kid who got a little arrogant at the end of 2018. Like that was, you know, that was who he was. He's so much more likable in this game. Like, oh my God, Sonny does like a killer job with the evolution of this character. It It, it is so good, man. It's so good. <laughs>
0: Speaking of Sunny, have you have you seen? Uh, so during the Game Awards little live stream, they had all the nominations. Did you see his picture?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's
0: like a person. He looks now. just like him. Oh yeah, I love it. It's good. I love it. You can see that so like,
1: much more in this game than you did the, than you did in the last. Like, the yeah. looks like yeah, they look alike, but like in this game, like you can tell they really, really went in with the references and the facial models. Like he, yeah, he looks a lot like him. Can't say the same with Christopher Judge and Kratos, but. Sonny Sunny, this and the uh, Atreus, very much so.
0: It's so special, Christopher Judge, man. He's so dialed into this role, and I think of uh, yeah, this is not a total comparable, but you think about a serious character at first, like a Drax, this big brute. Sure, all the stoic, comedic timing, yeah. yeah. This is not that, but there's flashes of it where he's so in command that he kind of just a little bit he veers off that path from being super serious every once in a while, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, no, like, Christ- so Christopher
1: good. Judge can say more with a grunt than I could in a in an entire novel.
0: You and know? He does it a lot, right? Oh like, my so god, in, in right? That ninety minutes I played, <sighs> he he's responded that way several times, and I've thought that I'm like. I know
1: exactly you what you mean. I know I know exactly what you mean. Like, it's so, it's so good. He, obviously, he, he knows Kratos. He has Kratos. Like, it's, it's an incredible performance. Um. Yeah, I'm not, I can't put it down. We've got a snowstorm. I look outside. I can see, like, already three and a half inches of accumulation outside of my window. Uh, I'm very excited to do nothing but play God of War Ragnarok. And, of course, the new Pokemon games this weekend. I'm very excited to be snowed in for that reason.
0: So next week, we got Thanksgiving. Uh, I am off of work and boy boy Boy. i there it is i am ready to sink some late nights into this game it is it is overdue for me so i
1: expect i have it so pending pending my 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 uh my affection with the new pokemon game which i do think is going to be pretty high uh i i expect to have it beaten by the weekend i hope so that's my goal that's my goal but i really might play a lot of pokemon and if you're you're watching live on twitch i'm probably going to stream some pokemon too it's super easy to just dock the switch and play some Pokemon. That might be a thing. Um,
0: See, I loved, but, I loved when we had streamed Arceus like, so that would be good. I would love to dive into that and watch that.
1: Yeah, for sure. So Rashawn says, as long as it sticks to landing, I think I'll right, be right there with you in the best game of all time. I'm pretty much already at that point already. Crazy to think, man, and you're a, you're a guy that loves from software games, and you played Elden Ring, and you loved Elden Ring, and like that's we're, we're gonna, you know, we're we're about to get to game of the game of the year talk. We're about to get to game awards predictions shortly. Um, what a year for those two games, and like, man, to to hear Rashawn say that, that's that's kind of crazy. Someone who loves from soft games and Elden Ring so much to even consider it the best game of all time, let alone the game of the year, right? Crazy. Dude,
0: it it hasn't been a jam-packed year i can say but the high quality releases have been high quality and um i can't wait to sink more time into this game this is a game i'm going to go all the way through i'm gonna platinum this at some point and i'm gonna go back and do the same with the original god of war it's just it's a special time for that franchise and again for playstation fans in general um Anything that we want to touch on before we move on to the Game award stuff?
1: I don't think I can get into much about God of War that I want to because it's going to be spoil- spoil- spoiler
0: Um So yeah, let, let's
1: move on. Let's move on.
0: I, I've got one last thing to say, two bullet points about it. Huge fan of the soundtrack. The musical score behind this is fantastic, just like it was for 2018. The other thing that I am such a fan of, it's its art to me, is the singular camera.
1: Dude, it's so good. The fact that they're doing like, it again, they're just like, yeah, it, it was it was a thing for 2018. It was so incredibly difficult to do on a technical level. Oh, let's just do it again.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, it's amazing.
0: It's so good. I can't believe that that's a thing. And someone pointed that out. In one of the early reviews for God of War in 2018, before the game came out, and that's when I was like, "Oh, I got to get this day one." And they talked about that camera angle, and I can't help but think about it every time I pick up this game, whether it's God of War or Ragnarok. In my little bit so far, it is impressive, and it's like, it's spe- never mind. <laughs> I almost
1: just talked, and I almost just <laughs> <laughs> dove into a spoiler.
0: Never okay. mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we'll we'll stop our God of War chat there. John's going to beat this game a lot sooner than I am. But when I do, you can bet we are going to have a full-blown spoiler cast discussion on this game. We're going to talk a lot about God of War Ragnarok. John, I'm actually going to pass it over to you. Uh, We're going to get into the Game Awards. We got our nominees for all the categories for the 22 version of this show. It's one of my favorite days of the year as a gamer. It's a nice way to put kind of a... A bow on the year we get some awesome announcements nowadays jeff Keeley does such a great job with it we get some nice musical performances throughout the night uh we got the nominees this week in a live stream form and we're gonna have some fun with predicting what we think these winners are going to be i'll let john kind of take over the the reins here and explain what that looks like yeah uh i
1: love the game awards man like i am so just like a a, 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 like a un unapologetic fanboy of the game awards. Like they can do no wrong for me. I just, it's just such a fun celebration of the industry. I think Jeff Keighley just is so passionate about it. And like, it's, you know, what, what's the, what's the not like about it? We're just celebrating games for a day. We get to see who, you know, we get to see the best stuff of the year. We get to see new announcements. So I love it. Um, uh, but yes, you and I, man, we're, we we got all the categories here. We're gonna go through all the nominees, you know, give them the, give them their respect and their dues. But we're also gonna do our predictions. We're gonna predict what we think the winners are. Um, you and I are gonna be doing a, a Game Awards watch along live stream. So the Game Awards are what uh, December fourth, eighth. Eighth. eighth, eighth, right? <laughs>
0: eighth.
1: It's eighth. It's yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, Thursday, December 8th, I think at like 7 p.m. So we're gonna be doing a live stream. So if you're if you're looking for some friends to watch the game awards with, come hang out with us. We're gonna be watching with it. We're pretty good about like not talk talking over stuff. Like we're, we're you know, we, we want to watch it too, so we're not gonna we're not gonna ruin your experience. Come hang out with us. Um so yeah, today we're gonna we're gonna be doing a uh, predictions for each category. The caveat is like there's there's stuff that Josiah and I just both don't know or care about. So like if we both agree to pass on it, we're just gonna pass on it, right? So let's let's just dive into it. I've got them all esports. up here. There's so many of them, right? Like, let's start from the bottom of the list and work our way up. Uh, so best eSports event. I don't even, I don't, I don't even know where to. Like, I'm not even going to pull up the nominees. I don't even know what any of this it's stuff clear.
0: is. The answer is Geeks Give Back, right?
1: Um, I'm going to go with Evo. Yeah, Evo. That's the one. Yeah, no, I have no idea. I have
0: <laughs> yeah. No
1: idea. So yeah, best eSports event, best eSports coach, best eSports team, eSports athlete, eSports game.
0: Uh, I just don't what's funny, John is every year that we see these nominees or at the award show the the winners, I'm like, i'm gonna get into it, and I don't yeah,
1: I love it, I love that it exists, man, like it's awesome. It, I'm so happy that like gaming is more than what it is to me right i'm it is the gaming is 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 a very different thing to people than it is to to you and I, right? Like, we play this for the story for the relaxation, for sure. whatever it may be, but gaming is a competition to people. That ain't me, happy for you, I hope the best eSport athlete wins, man, crush it, go off, pop off, King or queen um yeah, that's hundred percent, but the first one that I think we can chat about on this list in reverse order is uh most anticipated game, so let's pull that up. the most anticipated game, so now the caveat here is it must be actually announced. a lot of us gamers talk about games that we know probably exist, and we think about that uh if it's not real. And the, the the studio hasn't announced it, doesn't have it's not on this list. So our nominees are Final Fantasy sixteen, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil Four, Starfield, and The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Those are our nominee for most anticipated game. Josiah started off. What's your prediction? And first of all, you, you're keeping track? You get you're taking notes.
0: Yep, again. Um My Well Say this. My preference is a toss-up between Zelda and Resident Evil. I'm really excited for Resident Evil. My prediction is that Zelda runs away with it.
1: Got it. Like it's not close. Right. Worth noting, yeah. Prediction does not mean what I want what we want to win. Prediction is like we, we we're, we're 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 betting. We're gambling. We're betting, man, who's gonna, you know, who's gonna come out on top with these answers uh, come December eighth. Um i'm between for my prediction i'm between zelda and hogwarts legacy there are a lot of harry potter fans out there man people love harry potter it's out there i can also see starfield being a big thing for people Um, dude
0: i agree but to me like those are all heavy hitters i think zelda's just not close my only issue with zelda is it's like
1: it's 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 been around for a while. We've been talking about the sequel to Breath of the Wild for a very long time. So does that have any 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 impact on people's votes? Um I'm gonna say probably not, and I agree. I think it's gonna be Zelda. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh that's Joe, that, Zelda, that, yeah, Tom, Zelda. Zelda. Yeah, that,
1: That's also my answer. Is my most anticipated is is definitely Zelda. My second would be Hogwarts Legacy. Um yeah, but that's it. We're locked oh, in. Same uh, vote.
0: To circle back to a question posed earlier in the show, the CyberScream beer that I have is ten percent.
1: Ten percent, nice. Yeah, very good. Perfect. I'm gonna have to take advantage of that later with yes. these votes.
0: So next we have a really,
1: really cool new, uh, new, to- new uh, category, topic, whatever you want to get Category, uh, best adaptation. What an awesome world we live in where we have adaptations worthy enough to be on this list. So, recognizing outstanding creative work that faithfully and authentically adapts a video game to another entertainment medium. So happy to see this uh, show up this year. So, we've got Arcane by League of Legends, Cyberpunk Edgerunners, The Cuphead Show, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and Uncharted. What a cool list, man. What a cool category.
0: Dude, that speaks to how well. These adaptations are going. That it's a category that we're making headway in TV shows in movies. I don't. I have no idea what's going to win here. Interesting. I could, I could say a lot of those.
1: Yeah, they're they they. So the ones I've seen and what I know about them all super positively received, with maybe the exception of Uncharted. But like it, 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 got the accolades
0: it probably deserved. Like people, it's it's good. It's fun. It's awesome. Like it's it's not. It's a seven out of ten for me. You know, right. Like I, I, I love Uncharted, but most people may not enjoy that if they don't understand the, the source material. Like, it's an okay There's movie.
1: There's that balance where it's like, if you like Uncharted too much and you wanted like too much of the faithful adaptation that you might not like it, if you're a casual fan, it's like, oh yeah, this is a cool Uncharted game. And if you've never heard of it, like, it's, oh, this is a cool Indiana Jones movie, right? Um, my answer is Arcane, for sure. I think Arcane is the one that, like, everybody talks about as, oh, this is, like, an incredible show. You don't have to care about video games. You don't have to be into like League of Legends. Like Arcane is stupid good. I haven't watched it. I don't watch a lot of stuff. Like There's a lot to get to, right? Um, I, I was between Arcane and Cyberpunk Edgerunners because the anime community mm-hmm. really, really loves Edgerunners. Our uh, good friend and fellow Geek of First member, Tim Talbot, can't speak uh, highly enough about Edgerunners. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I go Arcane because of how much the hype behind that has really driven uh, its popularity.
0: I am based on what I would say is the impact ghost uh for Edge Runners because Cyberpunk 2077 became a thing again. People cared about it and wanted to play it and sales had a very very nice uptick especially when this released.
1: They timed the next gen release right around the release of Edge Runners. What a brilliant call.
0: Like it it reminds me to a degree of no man's sky where i thought that game was so dead and buried and cyberpunk was the butt of all jokes here for the last two years and then this comes out and then the next gen versions come out and i gotta say i'm happy to see that happen right like i don't want any video game to fail per se but what a comeback because that was a mess every day there was a new story with how poorly things were going I'm going Edge Runners. I think they can't be discounted here.
1: Yeah, I can't. Uh, cannot fault you for that. That's going to be an interesting one to see how it plays out. All right. Next, we have Best Debut Indie. This is the category to watch for me. This is the most banger list, I think, that's out there right now, man. This is killer. So We've got Neon White. We've got Norco. We've got Stray, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. Like, every one of these games whether I've played it or not. I've heard nothing but great things about, right? Like these are, this is a killer list for indies, man. You're talking, you're telling me these are all from debut studios. We're spoiled. We're spoiled.
0: And a few of those games would be in the conversation or will be in the conversation for our game of the year, depending on who you ask at the Geekiverse. That's for sure. saying A lot. too.
1: No doubt. No doubt. Uh, my guess is tunic. Go in tunic. I heard when that, when that game came out, you were seeing five out of fives, you were seeing ten out of tens. Like tunic is a is a very again, bring our buddy back, Mr. Tim Talbot. Speaks highly of it, said it was a hell of a time. I loved it. I played a lot of it. I streamed it. What happened was I spilled my beer on my keyboard.
0: <laughs> I was just gonna break.
1: <sighs> I was drinking a froth smoothie style sour and I spilled it on my white keyboard and keyboard mat. And I never wanted to play again. Uh, that just ruined the experience for me. I was having a blast. I was loving tunic and I was streaming it. I was having so much fun. Yeah.
0: We're so confused why John was gone for 10 minutes. That was it. That's
1: why that was it. I spilled my beer. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think tunic gets it. My vote for sure. Out of the three of these I've played is neon white, like neon whites on my short list of game of the year. I think that game is just like stupid, good, stylish. Like the music is so good. The narrative that I didn't even expect to be there was fun. Um, I could see it going to stray because of the hype behind that game. I'm going to yeah. lock in. I'm going to lock in to
0: So I love that strays in the conversation here. I've played most of the game. It's not a long game. I've got to finish it. Got it on the steam deck and um, it's fun. You know, Anaperna they, they did a good job with that. I think without having played them, I feel like neon white probably based on what you and Tim have said, deserves a little more hype than it's gotten. It's gotten a good amount. But just that's how I feel. But I think Tunic's gonna win it. Yeah. I think there is something to be said around, like you said, when that dropped, it was everywhere. The review scores were there. Everyone was streaming it. I think people love the art style, and there were shades of Zelda with
1: oh, that. Oh, there, well. there's no shades. This this is a Zelda. This is a Zelda like. If there's a rogue like game, this, this is a Zelda like.
0: With a year in a year where next year we're getting the next zelda the big triple a zelda entry i think this uh, this is the time for this game so tunic is going to be my answer
1: for sure i'm just getting caught up on the chat uh Rashawn. sonic 2 was good i have heard great things about sonic 2 i fell asleep in the first 15 minutes when i was watching it not to the detriment of the movie i was exhausted i want to watch sonic 2 because i like the first one a lot and i hear the second one's like even better and actually like a great movie I'm excited See about that,
0: that was my sleeper. That was my sleeper pick. I thought that that might might make it in that category. I but, think. Um,
1: I think, given the the votes and like how these panels are made, it might be a little too mainstream and just like a little. I don't think it'll win. I don't think it'll win. But I do want to finish Sonic Two because that or you know actually watch Sonic Two. True. All right, so we're both locked in for Tunic there. That's cool. That's fine. Uh, that was <laughs> best indie debut content creator of the year. I think we can probably abstain from this. Cool. Uh, we got Carl, J- Carl Jacobs, Ludwig, Nibelian, uh, Nobrew, and Cutie Cinderella. Um, I'm not too familiar with Nobrew or Cutie Cinderella. Carl Jacobs, cool, cool doing awesome stuff, working with Mr. Beast. Ludwig, like the, the, the cream of the crap Twitch streamer right now. Nibelian, that's the reason I wanted to bring this topic up, because Nibelian, the Nibel stuff. Um, are you familiar with what's going on with Nibel at all? So Nybel is like a, he's like a Wario64 on Twitter, not only with like the the prices and like the discounts and stuff like that, but he's also an insider when it comes to like information. Like a lot of leaks and information that just like comes out of nowhere comes from Naibal on Twitter. Guy's been incredible, like... Profound voice in the industry. Nobody knows who he is. He, he It's an alias. He started a Patreon to like fund this as an actual career. Maybe I don't. I don't know the timeline, but he started to try to like monetize this, and it didn't do well. And he kind of came out two weeks ago, maybe, and said that like I'm I'm retiring from this. Like I, I can't I can't figure out a way to monetize this. Like I just like I, I overestimated the the monetary cost that people you know put into my work here. I'm gonna be retiring from Twitter. So to see him nominated for the, you know, what do they call it? Content creator of the year is is pretty crazy because he like Nibel has been a like a really, really positive and helpful voice for the Internet. Um, so that that's going to be the story to watch. Like if Nibel wins, what happens? Because nobody even knows who he is. that That's yeah, the, that's the one. That's, that's why exciting. I, I saw so again, I, I'm saying from the vote just because I don't I don't know enough about too much of these, but uh interesting story to watch because like. Yo, what if he's working with Jeff Keighley and he wins this and like he makes a debut on stage? I don't know. could be crazy. Probably not going to happen. Um, yeah, we'll see. So next we have Best Multiplayer. Best Multiplayer. Uh, we've got Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Multi Versus, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder Revenge. I love seeing that on How
0: about there. that? That's crazy to me. I love it that would be my pick to be honest i had a lot of fun playing that game it's the last time i touched my xbox um that being said i i feel like call of duty
1: i am torn dude like call of duty is getting good you know it's positive reception it's not negative but like that's not enough for call of duty these days right like i don't think that's enough to like Really move the needle on like why a Call of Duty is special or worth it this year, like this year, right? It's annualized. Yeah, multiverse. It's always in
0: the conversation,
1: right? So like, multiverse has had its moment, man. Like that was a really cool, really cool thing. A lot of people playing it. Overwatch two, like that, also had its moment. It's super polished. I don't, I don't know if it did enough for for anybody to be honest, but like out there, Splatoon three is interesting. Like, I don't hear anything negative about Splatoon three necessarily. I don't think uh, the turtles have enough impact no. and enough reach to 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 win this awesome that we're talking about like a couch co-op game that, you know, obviously online couch co-op, but like single screen co-op multiplayer stuff. <sighs> I'm not going to go call of duty, but what do I go? That's, that's where I'm at. I want to
0: Daisy And I played the heck out of that game. Like I got to say, and that you're right, man. Couch co-op to be in this category that doesn't happen. It's typically head to head or what competitive multiplayer. Yeah, what a nice thing.
1: Best multi th- this one. I literally have no clue. There's I could, no
0: front runner here at all. In my I,
1: I could see any of these five winning. I'm gonna go multiverses. I think that was a unique, different game that came out. It controlled like it, it was. It, it was a moment, and it was a big moment. Like that, that was a big thing for a while. I'm gonna go multiverses. I think that I think it has a shot. I think it I like has a it. shot. We so, shall see. So after best multiplayer, we go best sports slash racing racing. Let's see the list. Uh I'd vote to abstain.
0: Yeah, let's let's pass.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not in on that. Uh so after that we go there's best. No there's no chell. There's no chell. Probably shouldn't be there. Uh best sim slash strategy game. Mm-hmm. Uh also not not our cup of tea. Pass on that. Best family game, aka best Nintendo game, usually. Oh
0: yes, yes. Give me that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So you've got Kirby in the Forgotten Land, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope, Nintendo Switch Sports, and Splatoon 3. A great category. Great,
0: great category. So again, watch this live stream with Daisy. She knew every game and was super excited about it. Makes sense, right? Family games. Um because she's she's played a bunch of them. I think obviously if it was me I'd say Star Wars, but I think the winner is Kirby.
1: Ah, uh, I thought you were going to go Star Wars. I thought we'd have some separation here, but Kirby number 1 with a bullet. I think it's the front runner. I go Kirby as well. <laughs> I want to play that game. Have, have I really do. I really want to. I uh so, I'm in the mood. I'm in the I'm in like the game of the year crunch time mentality where I want to play a lot of these games to start talking about them for sure.
0: Remember when this came out early in the year and we kind of were like, should we get this game? Like not a game I think we'd traditionally get, but uh, we talked about it anyway. There's a demo for it on the uh, switch store. I was going to say marketplace and eShop eShop. It is three levels worth. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's pretty basic, but like it scratches an itch right now for me. And and, and I it's, hear it's a good
1: game. I hear the second half like turns it up, man. I hear the second half has like a crazy cool soundtrack, and the game gets more unique and complex. Like you're good things about Kirby. And again, the, the 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 issue is like, what's the filter these voters are using? Are they are they going with the best game in this category, or are they going with the best family game? Right? Is Kirby the best family game? I don't know. I don't know. I I can see a good argument for Lego Star Wars. I can see a good argument for Switch Sports. I don't know. Uh, do both? I think both of those might have a little bit more of a family offering than Kirby does. But I think I still I'm still confident that Kirby has enough enough power here.
0: It's so accessible, and it's a Nintendo game that hit its mark. So to me, it checks a bunch of boxes. So for me, I think it's it, we both gravitated right towards Kirby
1: for sure. Catching up on chat, Tank Newton says he doesn't make content though. Just saying, I assume you're talking about Nabil. I mean, content yep. content can be anything. Content like providing news is content. A tweet is content. So I disagree with that. I see what you're saying though. Uh, and then Rashawn says multiverses will probably take it for uh, for multiplayer. So I got I got a supporter with me there. Uh, we both lock in Kirby for best uh, family game though. Best Nintendo game other than Star Wars. Uh, I think there was a year where all five were Nintendo or something. It's it's, it's usually four out of five.
0: Probably usually four. Dude, out of five. speaking of Nintendo, uh I can't imagine how rough Lego Star Wars runs on the Switch. You can ask JT because he bought it. <laughs> I he he said something about it when it came out. I so we've been playing Lego Incredibles, which is a game that came out four years ago or five now on Switch, on the Switch and Ooh, that is bad,
1: dude. I'm so excited. Star for, Wars is huge. I'm so excited for Pokemon tomorrow, but all the reviews say like this might be the best Pokemon game yet. It raw run, it runs like dog shit. Like it it is it is bad. Like it like it dropped. Don't even try to dock it. Don't even try to blow it up on your big screen. Like dude, don't no don't, no no no. Don't think about it. It's bad. Dude, We're talking. We need yeah.
0: We need the Switch. 2.0 at this point we, we
1: sure do give me the new nintendo switch um best fighting game is next i th- clearly we i think we skipped that one uh best role yep. best role playing game Best role playing you could do this one. yeah we can figure this one out so we've got we can it. we've got Elden ring we've got live alive we've got pokemon legends arceus represent triangle strategy and xenoblade's chronicle 3 oh joe take it away where you at
0: Oh man! So, if I'm predicting and thinking about the voters here, I think Pokemon. You think so? Oh, oh I I, like, I my natural I, inkling is Elden Ring. It's game of the year in a lot of cases, unless you're talking God of War. I think Pokemon. But is but is Elden Ring the best RPG?
1: So I, I don't know. I I think. I think a lot of people are going to think about Elden Ring as the best game of the year, best narrative. No, not best narrative, whatever whatever else the big categories are, I think I think people will think about giving this to a more traditional RPG. My opinion. That's where I'm at. That's why I think. I don't think Pokemon stands a chance. I I just don't. I don't think so. Um, people liked Arceus. They didn't love it like I did.
0: I think Xenoblade runs away with it. See, that's my second pick. So, yo, they're, I'm gonna I'll stick with Pokemon but i i feel like it, it's not totally fair but like people like the voters let's say yeah yeah they will look at this and say like, "Hey, Elden Ring, we're gonna we're gonna vote for that it, for Game of the Year." So we're not gonna vote for it for this. It's gonna That's get its,
1: it's gonna get its accolades eventually. Or, you know, it's gonna get plenty
0: 100%. of accolades. So like, let's like give they, this to the most. More- space that out. Why don't do that? Like, I, if, it, if it's the best game in almost every sense, it should be the best RPG. Right. I, I agree. I
1: agree. But I think I think they look at the categories and they think about like, all right, what's the best RPG? And I think Xenoblade wins because of that. Rashawn agrees with that based on pure RPG standards. Yeah, for sure. I think Live Alive. Obviously it's a square RPG triangle strategy fits that bill as well. But I think Xenoblade is the better game of those three from what I understand critically. So I go Xenoblade, yeah, you go I up. can see that happen. Up. You go Arceus. I w- that's my yeah, vote yep. for sure. Mm-hmm. But all right. After RPG, we have best, best action adventure. What does action adventure even mean? What does Jeff Keighley say? He says, "I
0: don't, I don't know, John,
1: but I know it's up our alley." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. The games, games we care about, right? So, for the best action slash adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving, yep, that's us. <laughs> that yeah. is us.
0: Literally, uh, games made for us.
1: All right. So, the nominees there are Plague Tale, Requiem, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon, mm. Forbidden West, Stray, and Tunic. Tunic is on that list.
0: You think Horizon? I think Horizon wins because I think the same philosophy like God of War, if it's the best game of the year, it should in that category win the best action adventure. But I think they're going to give some love to Horizon if it's warranted.
1: If they give love to Horizon, I don't think it's here. I think God of War takes this. I think the best combat with traversal and puzzle solving goes to God of War Ragnarok.
0: Hey, you would know you played way more than I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. I think that there there's I think that there's a good good argument for Horizon there. I think that obviously like the traversal really stands out there and the uniqueness of the combat for sure. Um, puzzle solving, whatever. How serious are they taking these, you know, these descriptions of the you know, how right. how much are we overthinking this? Who knows? Um people love Plague Tale. People love Plague Tale, but that seems more of like a narrative puzzle game. So I don't know if yeah. they I don't know if they I don't know if this screams action adventure uh straight.
0: So that that- that that plague tales in the conversation is saying a ton that has become a franchise man like that that is awesome but it's not on the level of some of the other games we're talking about neither right. is stray but
1: yeah i think okay. i think Stray's getting a little stray might be a little overrated at this point but i don't it's know.
0: getting a little bit more love than i think it should yeah i don't mind it because I it's fun it's yeah it's a good
1: game i love cat like i should dude stray should be my game like that like it's got I'm like
0: surprised right i'm surprised that this wasn't something you were all over it, like, it, like
1: in anticipation job. it was we own it we own it on steam Deck. i have it on playstation 2 i've played it on, on the <laughs> ps5 i haven't i own it twice yeah i've played it on both platforms actually um thank you kyle thanks kyle yeah it, it's just like i'm all about cats i love my little cyberpunk vibes i love whatever i love little games like indie games like that it's just it just didn't really hit like that for me like it's it's good it's fun just didn't hit like that uh but to recap i take god of war josiah takes horizon very respectable
0: how funny is that like th- those are totally <laughs> opposite for us <laughs> not
1: th- i don't know about that anymore. Not anymore, not anymore. <laughs> at some point yeah. they were but i don't know about that anymore so we, we just did best action adventure game. So let's let's do something crazy different and just do best action game, I guess. <laughs> Those what? are different. Those are different. Best action game. So for the best game in the action genre, focus primarily on combat. Okay, I get it. I read these, I understand, I understand. We've got Bayonetta three, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare Two, Neon White, Sifu, and TMNT, the Ninja Turtles. Strider's Revenge. That's a great game. That's a great category. So it makes so much more sense than action adventure now that I think about it. Yes. Yeah, this is this is this is yeah, this makes sense. Uh I'll start. I'm going Sifu. I'm going Sifu, no doubt. Uh you're you're talking about primarily focuses on combat. Oh my god, Sifu's also getting ten out of tens. Like that's what that game's all about. Sifu's the winner here. That's
0: what I've got. Sifu. It it is. That's gonna be the one. I want to. Say,
1: I want to give ninety percent. I want to give Neon White the the accolades and the and the you know what it deserves here. But like, if Sifu, Seafood Sifu had that it had that weight, man. People P, Sifu was a movement when that game came out.
0: Yeah, that's it. All for right,
1: sure. we're both there. Video. Sifu. Seafood. My vote would be Neon White for sure. But alas, we move on. Best VR AR. Do we have that? Do we have the bandwidth there. I don't think no. so. I don't think so. We skip that. Great category. I love that they do this every year. Innovation and accessibility. This is a this is a, a huge one. I feel like Sony really leads the pack on this a lot. Um you've got As Dusk Falls, God of War Ragnarok, Return to Monkey Island, The Last of Us Part One, in the Quarry. I think we've I think we have enough experience here to talk about this, right? we don't so i i know we don't we don't fit the mold of anybody who's in need of any accessibility all you know needs in these games but when i when i boot up god of war ragnarok or the last of us part one or the quarry and i see those exhaustive lists of do play this game the way you want like like change the settings the way that makes the most sense for you put the text here have it do this like i love that this is a thing in games nowadays um and, and I, I would go God of War Ragnarok here because I think it's the it's, it's the it's your it's your big, arguably the biggest game of the year. In the first screen they show you before you see Kratos is accessibility stuff, and it's a huge list.
0: That I think that like, so you get into a lot of these games and they do give you options to start, but this is the first one at least that I've played that I remember where it was like, here's an exhaustive list. Go through it and take your time. Uh, it is God of War for me as well but Last of Us is a close second. It is. The reason I don't think
1: The Last of Us Part 1 gets it is because it just did what The Last of Us Part 2 did. So the Last of Us Part 2 was like, I think, where Sony really started to focus on this stuff in 2020. Um, and all they did was just give that stuff to Part 2. So I think it already, you know, I think The Last of Us already got its, you know, its its uh, its recognition for that that movement. I think God of War is the the forefront. It adds more. And it is their premier game this year, which,
0: which says a lot. And I think on top of that, uh, Sony and Sony Santa Monica were kind of uh, campaigning that, hey, this is the most accessibility features we've ever had in a game. So right. that that's fresh. Right. You know, that
1: it, matters. I, I haven't touched As Dusk Falls or Return to Monkey Island, but good chance you know they,
0: they do something that we have not, no idea, but whatever. Both of those games are games I would love to dive into. For About a sure. month ago, As Dusk Falls, I was like, dude, that's up my alley. That's a narrative game where it's just based on choice and story. Oh, my gosh. And then, of course, you know, let Game Pass go. <laughs> so at some point, I do plan to dive back in. But As Dusk Falls is something that is is spoken to me. Josiah,
1: as, 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 a, as a fellow lapsed Game Pass fan, tis the season. Tis the season. We're gonna get we're gonna get twenty years of Game Pass for eleven bucks soon. Like it's it's coming, it's coming. It's gonna be great. Maybe for maybe fifty a piece. I can't remember the last time I fired up the, the Series X. I don't remember the last time I pressed that button. I would guarantee all of my Xbox controllers are so dead. That's sad. Yeah. Let's move That's on. Sad. We just did innovation, and accessibility. So next is best community support. Um. Very similar to another category. So, recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness, inclusive of social media, activity, and game updates slash patches. So, we've got Apex Legends. We've got Destiny 2, Final Fantasy Fourteen. It lives. It breathes. It still dominates. We've got Fortnite. We've got No Man's Sky. I have no idea. That's
0: a list. Like, they're very even.
1: It's it's a it's a it's a good list. I think to me, uh, it's between Destiny Two and Fortnite this year. So Destiny Two had a a good release with the Witch's Queen. They revamped some of the stuff when it comes to like the the progression and like uh, what DLC you need to continue playing to make Destiny less confusing. Um, I think yeah. they had one of their most successful DLC launches in a while. Uh, Rashawn says either Fortnite or Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy won last year, I think. Final Fantasy 14. I don't know what it did differently to like make headlines this year. I could be ignorant, and it could have been clearly the winner this year. I'm a little out of the loop here. Fortnite's big claim to fame this year is no build. That they, they 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 added a no build this year, and that was a, a huge huge thing to bring people back to the game. Um, so I think that's my vote. That, that might be my bias that might be my hope, but I think fortnite might take this because of how how different the no build stuff was earlier in the year
0: i I think that's great you could make an argument for any of these for me I am gonna tip the scale a little bit towards destiny and if for no other reason every time something drops or I hear about the game, I can't believe it still exists
1: and it's still so positive like, like they are not ever since the separation from Activision. Where they're self-publishing, yeah. they are just cr- uh, seemingly crushing it. And every time it's happened, I'm like, I-, I would say every time it's happened, I have redownloaded Destiny. Have I committed to actually playing Destiny? No, but I've thought about it, and I've, I've and I've I've cleared up the hard drive space to actually download it. So yeah, not, not a bad call. Yeah, take take
0: in the chat. You're right; it's a tough category. Um, I can't. There's a nice thread there between Destiny and No Man's Sky, where those games just like were kind of. To a degree, dead in the water. I don't think back. I don't think Destiny, Destiny is was not the level of No Man's Sky.
1: It was never panned like 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 No Man's Sky was, but I hear you. No Man's like, Sky
0: had crazy expectations and then immediately was flat out of the gate. Destiny kind of had some issues and it went downhill. And then the patch, if you will, or the fix seemed to be Destiny 2. But you're right. Once they separated, it was all uphill from there. For sure. And they,
1: they seemed to be listening. The balance seems to be there. All the DLC that comes out seems to be pretty killer for that audience. So.
0: Well, think about that. Destiny 2, when did that come
1: out? 2016? 17, like, I want to. S- Could have been 16. Could have been 16. I would say 17, but one of the two.
0: Pretty impressive that that is still doing what it's doing. To yeah, me. I mean, DLC like, all this year. When,
1: when, when they announced Destiny, they talked about a 10 year plan. And we all laughed about that. We're like, okay, yeah, 10 year plan. Okay, it, it included a sequel, but. They've surpassed ten years at, at this point, at least with those two SKUs. Like that is pretty impressive, or at least they're close. They probably didn't pass it. When did Destiny one come out? Um, Was
0: 2014 it twenty fourteen? Okay, so so yeah, so
1: they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't pass it, but damn close to be able to support like a yeah. game in in a sense for for you know eight years, going on nine years. Like that's that's super impressive.
0: Um, I didn't think that this game would be this franchise would be doing what it's doing so that's it for me but i think you've got a great point with fortnite yeah
1: it's gonna be a tough one i think it's tough i think i don't know enough about it all i know about apex legends is that it just continues to be the best technical battle royale out there like they are the no frills like this is the best battle royale if you just want like competitive who shoots first like it, it, it is it is the game for battle royales when it comes to like competition I don't know much about like how I know I know the competitive scene, the pro scene's like pretty solid, but I don't know much about anything else at this point. Um, so we'll see.
0: We dude, will just see. Give me Titanfall 3.
1: I know, please. But they're making dude, they're making they've probably made more money this week than they ever made on Titanfall, period. <laughs> yeah.
0: Period. I know.
1: So we just did community support, best mobile game. Before I open the tab, it's <laughs> Marvel Snap. Why are we yeah. doing this? It's Marvel Snap
0: we even care <laughs> we
1: care we should we should All talk right. about it because there, there is there is two we should give some notes here there's apex legends mobile which i just talked about we've got tank in the chat saying after Warzone 2 apex is still the best feeling beer out there so apex obviously um diablo immortal that is a game people will play here's the competitor i think is is, is genshin impact Genshin Impact, it, people mm, people play that game, yeah. dude. People love their Genshin. Uh, the last one, I'm sorry, Marvel Snap is fourth, and then the fourth the the last one is Tower of Fantasy. I've never heard of Tower of Fantasy, not familiar whatsoever.
0: That sounds like a game that Tim has played.
1: <laughs> oh my God, yes, Tim 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 is Tim has sunk like twelve hundred dollars in, in the Tower of Fantasy for sure.
0: <laughs> it's a PlayStation One remake. Somehow. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's yeah, it's pay to win tower defense game. Um, it's tough, but like if Marvel snap doesn't win, I'm going to be so upset. So Marvel snap Dude, is, Genshin is,
0: is so popular too, though. Like it is that that's the other one for me. Like I, I'm going to vote Marvel snap,
1: but I appreciate damn. that. I really appreciate that. That makes me feel good. I'm scared. I'm scared because I think Genshin might win, but like out of principle, like I'm setting our competition aside. I It needs to be Marvel snap because that game is so good. So I'm voting Marvel snap.
0: Yeah, never mind your Marvel hat or the fact that you've played 12 I, times the amount of Marvel Snap that I've played Ragnarok. Like, <laughs> I think we should move on. <laughs> okay. It's so
1: good, so it's dude. Cool. I can't wait to talk game of the year. Yeah. Um, best Indie. Best Indie. What another banger, banger list. This is the most competitive list I've seen so far, maybe since Ongoing Game or whatever the last one was with the support. <laughs> Cult of the Lamb. Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. Are
0: you kidding me, dude? What a list. What a list. I don't know. I can see all those winning. I'm going with Tunic.
1: You're going Tunic. Yep. Wow. I,
0: I, That's my prediction.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. Again, right? Like. Best indie game of the year.
0: Trying to get in the minds of the voters here.
1: I am between Sifu, Tunic, and Call to the Lamb. Call to the Lamb had a huge, huge, huge following, like very positive reception.
0: I can see Sifu also being, I mean, again, all of these, but like Sifu would be my runner up.
1: I'm going Sifu. I'm going Sifu. Yeah, of course a, you
0: are. I'm right. going Sifu. What have I done? Sifu. Got it. I don't like seafood. Okay.
1: Seafood at the seashore. Um, okay, so you take tunic. I see. I take seafood. I think those probably are one and two. I think caught the lamb is, is is a close second. Or you know, dude, third. I
0: cannot wait. Extra for the game awards now, just to be. This like, is gonna be oh, so much gosh, fun.
1: Gosh. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta send me that note. Uh, to uh, I'd uh, like to.
0: I'm throwing it right in the busy six shared note, Heck so yeah. we'll we'll have it. Cool, cool, cool.
1: All right, so that's done. We did mobile. Uh, we did best in the best ongoing, which to me is the same category as best community support in my head. I guess <laughs> we've got Apex okay. Legends, we've got Destiny Two, we've got Final Fantasy Fourteen, we have Fortnite, and the other, the only one that's different is Genshin Impact. That's the same category,
2: right?
0: Within a year, okay. Yeah, let's skip it.
1: No, let's let's go for it. We, we if we could if we, if we could speak to the last one, we can speak to this one. I right, my right. points! I want points, man! Best so, ongoing game, Genshin, Fortnite, Final Fantasy XIV, Destiny 2, Apex Legends. In what ways is this different than community support? I mean, I guess it's just like, hey, it's more about content. It's more about what what keeps this game breathing than listening to the community and adapting, right? Very similar, but...
0: I've got it written down. What's yours? Fortnite.
1: Uh, that's, a good, that's a good answer.
0: That's a good answer. A lot of good stuff this year.
1: Pretty good answer. Pretty good answer. Um, I think they are going to give Genshin what it deserves. I think Genshin. I, th- I think Genshin gets it. I think. Uh, I think it's it, it's made a lot of waves in this free to play ongoing game community, and I think Genshin might uh, might take it away.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good pick. We'll see. Tank agrees with me.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. I, I, it's it, it's tough to argue against Fortnite. Fortnite has not dipped. Fortnite has been a constant juggernaut in the on. Like it, it is the ongoing game, right? Like it is the ongoing game. There's no disputing that there. But I think the fact that it's been at the top for so long and just posting at that level leaves room for something like a Genshin Impact to come in and, and, and take the vote.
0: Dude, I remember reading about the concept of Fortnite in game informer, a hard copy of that magazine and like what it was gonna look like. And it sounded awesome, but then it just blew it out of the water a few years later. Holy crap. I mean like, it's a different game. I mean, like, like
1: Fortnite launched in early access and it was a tower defense zombie killing game. And then they're like, oh hey, like we really like PUBG. Let's make a PUBG clone in our inside of our engine. And that's it just was never the same.
0: It's it's amazing and we could talk about it for hours on end but it, like, it was it what was a, what a juggernaut it was right place
1: right time plus accessibility it was on everything and it was free and it, so yep. pubg was only pc at the time and it was a paid game fortnite came out it was on xbox and playstation and it was free that's all it took it was the first battle royale to really hit those those systems and that's all it, you know, all that matters that's it they took it and ran with it so after best ongoing, we have games for impact. I love this category too for a thought provoking game with a pro social meaning or message. My problem here is I don't know enough about any of these games. So we have a memoir blue, As Dust Falls, Citizen Sleeper, Endling, Extinction is Forever, Hindsight. I was expecting a teenage exo colonist. I just don't know enough about these games.
0: I I don't either. Yeah. I- I don't think we should count that. I
1: don't think so either. I love this. No. I love this category. I'm usually all in. Like I usually have played two or three of these because I love the narratives. I love the. I love the feeling stuff. I love this kind of shit. Like this is, this is where I'm usually at. But I haven't played enough this year. Um, so I think the. I think to to skip this makes sense.
0: Yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, cause what, I think no, no twelve hours. Just kidding. Twelve minutes. I'm just bring it up. It was twelve minutes. Probably nope. <laughs> like twelve hours. It was also last year. <sighs> no, I know. I just. What, I've talked about this on the show. Pain is pain. What a what a myth. Yeah, what a down So after, I'm so excited for that. Okay. Oh, we're getting we're, we're
1: we're in the big dogs now. We're getting into the big dogs. No sarcasm. Best performance. Best performance. We've got Ashley Birch from Horizon Forbidden West. We've got Charlotte McBurney from A Plague Tale: Requiem. Christopher Judge from God of War Ragnarok. Man Engage from Immortality. We've got Sonny Soljic from God of War Ragnarok. Love to see Sonny and Chris both in there. That's so cool. This is a tough category. This is a tough category.
0: I love me sir, some Horizon. I think a few years ago, this is Christopher Judge. This year, it's Sonny.
1: It's between Sonny and Man Engage. And Are you familiar with Immortality? Not really. Immortality. I've heard a lot of great things about. It is. I forget who did it. It's not their first game. It's not even the first like a uh, game with this style. Um, they did her story. You know that one? Yeah. Okay. Yep. They they did her story as well. So it is a video based game, video game. Huh? Uh, but you're literally watching videos, and you're trying to connect the story. And you can literally click on items in the video, and it will show you more videos. That reference that item, and you're basically trying to tell this story, like almost like a detective. You're trying to like just piece things together based on video evidence, and it's supposed to be one of the best narratives of the year. And apparently, Man engaged knocked it out of the park with a performance. So, I could see them going somewhere like that. I also think I think a playtale has a has a shot too. I think Charlotte McBurney, like people love that game. It's narrative focused. Like I think that's I think that's really really possible.
0: She's um, been outstanding in what I've played in the first game, uh, so I can see this being the one where it's like, "Hey, this this is becoming a thing now, right?" And let's recognize her. So uh, obviously, anyone on this list would be worthy, but uh, yeah, I feel like Sunny is it. It's God of War's year again, you know, with Elden Ring, and Sunny was was a boy in the first one, but boy. we've got a different version of that character now in Ragnarok. And I just feel like that's where the voters are going. So prediction, Sonny,
1: I am telling you that I would have went Sonny if you didn't, I would, I would have gone Sonny, but I want to start to differentiate in, in that, in that vein. I think I'm going to go man engage. I think that, I think that game has enough buzz. I think that performance was, I heard more about her performance in that game than I heard about any else's, anybody else's performance in any game this year. Right. Right. So, yep. does that game have the notoriety? Is that game hyped up like these other games are? Does it have the budget of God of War Ragnarok? Of course not, but I think they give it to her based on the performance, which is what the category is all about. So, we'll see. I don't think Sonny's a bad pick at all. I think it's very possible, but we will see. Yes, sir. Best audio design. A category I love. Ooh. Category I love. You've got Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. They love their gun sounds. They Talk about that every year. You've got Elden Ring. You've got Mm -hmm. God of War, Ragnarok, Gran Turismo 7, and Horizon, Forbidden West. I'm going to start. I'm going Horizon. I think
2: think Horizon
1: takes it here. I think it's tough because God of War has the soundtrack down. I think God of War has that... That orchestral soundtrack that moves with the game—the music is so hype. I think God. I think uh, Horizon, on a technical level, is so impressive when it's sound design. I think you got those robots making robot noises. I think the bow and the pulling, like mm. the sound effects in Horizon.
0: You're selling me, man. I
1: think. I think that's. A, I think It's
0: that so good.
1: It's so good. And you think about Horizon. You think about using the what's uh, what's 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 the thing? What's the thing called? Oh, uh, yeah. blanking the on triangular. it. Blanking on. I know the what it's triangular. called. Right, but you get the controller makes the noise. Right, like that's part of the sound design. Right, the focus. It's called the focus. That's it. So you you press the focus button. Your dual sense goes like it's it's cool. So I th- I, I think Horizon has a good shot at this here.
0: First of all, I think you might be right. Second of all, I realized when you said that I sounded like Yoda a little bit when I went, oh! And then third, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I'm going to say I'm going to go with God of War just to differentiate It's not a bad bad thing. I think it's very close with Horizon. I could see either winning. But if Ragnarok is any bit I think it is like the 2018 God of War, then we're in for a show. So that's where I'm going, Ragnarok.
1: Yeah, yeah. Rashawn agrees with me. The enemy effects alone for Horizon. It's it's a killer, killer sounding it is game. So good. It God, really God, is. Wars, God of Wars. God of there too, man. They're like the, the sound of like yeah. ripping somebody apart. Gruesome, but crazy.
0: <gasps> yeah. Hell yeah. Uh
1: let's see. Man, we're getting up there. Uh best art direction. I love this category too. I love the game awards. I said that.
0: Best art it direction. Is, uh, the Game Awards are at this point in time almost how I look at E3. Like it's my favorite night of the year now. E3 was it, it has surpassed. You know, yes, it, it has become this E3. is it now for different yeah. reasons.
1: Like I'm not expecting the E3 level of announcements, but I'll expect a couple plus celebration. Uh yes yeah, so we're 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 be- we're at best art direction uh for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Back of the book, we know what that means. Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn, Stray. Dude, Gorn the fact disgusting. that you shook your head and just said disgusting I don't know. I think scorn, I think scorn is the it is the answer. I don't know. I don't know if it's my vote and if that will be the if that will be the winner. But scorn has an art direction. And it is very One of clear.
0: It's not like the other. Yeah, I it art might direction, be. I'm just thinking you know? about like the disgusting nature of it.
1: Yeah, um, it's gross, but that, that that art direction is very specific and very well executed and very does gross. Does it mean
0: it's the best? You
1: know, but, but best at what Maybe. it was going for. You know, like the like it, I don't know. it achieved its art direction the best. I, I don't know if that's my,
0: <laughs> I don't like that. Um, I, I can see if there's a category that stray is competitive in it's this. Yeah. Because
1: of what it looks that, like. That cyberpunk element. Yep. That space. Theme. I almost
0: feel like that might be as much of an outlier as the others. Or, uh, I'm sorry, it's Scorn. So, I just think Horizon's too pretty, though. So, I am going to go with Horizon. for Horizon this, for, this for
1: Outdoor. Yeah, it's tough to argue with. I mean, Horizon beautiful. How could you with
0: any of these? I know. You know?
1: I know. I do, Scorn's
0: so gross. <laughs> Scorn is so
1: gross. It's so fleshy. <laughs> I hate dude. it. It's so fleshy. I don't like that. Come on, Xbox. I'll this like is it.
0: why we canceled Game Pass. I don't yeah.
1: like it. Uh, I no. think I might be with Sean. Or boy, I think I might be with Elden Ring. I think I th- like the, the way people talk about. That was my f- first instinct. The way they people talk about Elden Ring going like going area by area, and how grandiose and profound everything is. Yeah, I'm walking in Elden Ring. I think you have a, a very strong pick with Stray, uh, but I'm gonna go Elden Ring.
0: No.
2: I, oh, my, you, you, my did, you
0: did switch horizon. you did switch to Horizon. My, okay, sorry. But I I could see, and I would I would.
1: Tough category. Oh, Champion Stray. Tough but category. Horizon just. Horizon's your yeah. pick. Elden Ring is mine. There's a chance we both get no points there.
0: Yeah, I think so. That's the first category <laughs> where I'm like, I don't know if either of us win.
1: Right. But we could. Yeah. All right. So that was okay. best art direction. Uh, next we have best narrative. Best oh. narrative. Oh, John, these games were made for us. We've got A Plague Tale: Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War: Ragnarok. Horizon, Forbidden West, and Immortality.
0: Okay. Go for it. Having not played the game. (laughs) I think it's a plague tale.
1: That's a great place to give a plague tale its dues.
0: That's the place where if I'm thinking, hey, this has been nominated for several things, it's not quite on the level of our other Game of the Year candidates. But what does it do best? It's story, yeah. At least I can speak to the first game. It is a great story. That's it. It's Requiem.
1: I'm so torn between Playtale, Immortality. That's what it does best. It is a it is a cool story. Well, God of War Ragnarok is is, is real good.
0: <laughs> God of War Ragnarok is really really good. See, this begs the question: like, what's the best? What will the voters vote for? for sure. Or sure. What is my favorite? We know my favorite's probably going to be Ragnarok. Yeah, but if I had to guess, I'm Requiem, man, like that is doing so well right now. And For I'm, sure, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see a new franchise or a newer franchise kind of ascend to that level on any category, whether it's competitive, whether it's narrative driven. And Requiem being uh, what it is from a narrative standpoint, I yeah. love those games. Like, For give sure. give me more of that.
1: I. I agree. I think I think a playtail wins it. I think I, I honestly I would I would have been between a Tale and a mortality. I think you think about narrative. God of War. I, I, you fast. You know, rewind twenty five minutes into this episode, you'll find me gushing about God of War's narrative and how I cannot put the controller down. I just want to know more about the story. They keep giving me these awesome breadcrumbs. It's amazing. But I think you think God of War. And that's not the first thing you think about. You think you think of you think of the mix of narrative. In gameplay, right? A Plague Tale. That's
0: the thing. It it could win in so many categories. So I think, yeah.
1: A Plague Tale and Immortality, those are narrative games. And they're both, from what I understand, pretty damn good. Um, So yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to Plague Tale there.
0: All right. I like it. (sighs) We've got two left. I wish I didn't tell you on that.
1: No, I I was there already. (laughs) Okay. There's two left. The two big ones. The second last one. Best game Direction. What does that mean, Jeff Keely? Jeff says, "Awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction."
2: Hmm.
1: We've got Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, and Stray.
0: Stray again, man. Shit. What? Can you read the definition for this one more time? This category
1: awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design.
0: So innovation my I'll tell you my pick and I'll go from there. Okay. I th- I think it's Elden Ring. Is that the most innovative in this category? I think so innovative sounds unique to me. What changes things or pushes things further? Maybe it is Elden Ring. Maybe it pushes the Soulsborne kind of genre further. Because I I feel like Elden Ring is maybe one of the most, if we're if we're thinking about that category, it's the most definitive game of the year candidate. Like it's it's that or God of War. It's it's it. It's the only uh, the only two options. And I don't know that Dark Souls and, and Bloodborne were that. I don't think they were. They weren't there yet. So does this push it further and innovate? I think so. So that's my vote. But Stray, Stray's the most unique in this category to me. Even though I don't think it's necessarily a game of the year candidate. And I think it maybe is getting more, a little more love than it should. (sighs) Elden Ring is where I'm going.
1: This is so tough, dude. It's so tough. Because in my brain... And this is probably not justified. Probably not justified. Uh, Rashawn seems to agree in the chat. Whatever wins this doesn't win game of the year. It, it, it's just, you, you just flip them. You give one this and you give the better game game of the year. And That's just where my brain goes. But that does, it's probably not true because there's so many voters and this can shake out so many different ways. So I think about, think about the category, game direction, game direction, I'm tempted to think a lot about Horizon Forbidden West in this category. Hmm. I think about game direction. I think about that open world. I think about like the, the the open world mixed with the different traversal methods that they introduce in the game and the different environments. Ah, that 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 stands out to me. I don't know if it. I don't know if it will stand out to enough people. Is this just between Elden Ring and God of War, like Game of the Year is? I don't know. I don't know. Really, really torn. Really torn. I can
0: fun. see a scenario in which one game wins both.
1: I could too. For all we know, it has happened last year or whatever. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember this stuff. <sighs> game direction.
0: See, to me, I don't know why I'm trying to sell you on this. If we're we're again, innovation is the word for me. Yeah. God of War is phenomenal. How much does it change or pivot from that first game? I don't know that Elden Ring. I haven't played Elden Ring. I I'm not good at these games. But from everyone I've everything I've heard and everyone I've talked to, this just moves the needle for that genre that much further. Where I mean you got George R R Martin involved in this project. My gosh. Talk about a triple A project. And a game like Elden Ring that is so, you know, notoriously difficult, but seems to hit on just about every facet, I feel like it's Elden Ring. <laughs> Rashawn, what I Rashawn
1: says, Horizon needs to stop releasing around the same time as other generation-defining games. It sure does.
2: It, it sure does.
1: does. Breath of the Wild and Elden Ring. Ugh, oh. I'm I'm so torn. Like, Elden Ring, Elden Ring. I agree. I agree. I think about what game direction means. I think about how big that game is. I think how like it is it is the open world Dark Souls game. There's narrative there. It's George R.R. Martin. I think it's like I think, I think that's
0: the winner. I think uh, that's it. I'm confident in that.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Josiah, are you ready to predict what will win game of the year at the Game
0: Awards? Dude, Talk about a battle for the ages! Yeah, it's down to two. John, read the categories, but it's down to two.
1: It's a good list. There, there's, I'm glad some of these, some of these, these folks made it. We've got a Plague Tale Requiem, Elden, Crazy. Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles oh. Three an amazing list it's a good list i i there, there's some stuff I i'm like i'm more I, I don't know strays on game of the year strays here over like a lot i don't know like i would like i would have expected something like a seafood to be here over stray like uh uh what was i just thinking of a kirby maybe i don't know like i
0: like games that really I, had an impact I, i just stray doesn't seem like it's that game for me I would say having played roughly 75 to 80% of Stray, that surprises me. Right. Because with all that the... is a game that will have a cult following in my head, not a game of the year following. For sure. Like, oh my God, Neon White?
1: Neon White is so much better than Stray. It's not even close. Call to the Lamb, like there's... Go on. Like straight doesn't handle well. <laughs> um like no, you could
0: you could knock it, you know? Straight
1: um, straight is I've enjoyed it. Stray's an interesting concept, and it's fun to explore that concept. That's really where it yeah. ends. That's really where it ends. The gameplay is not great. There's no it's a four st- to five hour game. There's no story. Like it like, like it's a fun concept. Generic. That's it. Yep. So I'm just interested that Stray's here.
0: Um Do we agree I, that there's two primary candidates?
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, for sure.
0: So um we know our pick. We we
1: I don't think our, our pick doesn't even count it doesn't even count because like we haven't played God of we have we have not played Elden Ring and it's not a game for us. There's a world, I always say this all the time, there's a world where I, I see myself playing Elden Ring and getting involved and like getting obsessed 100%. with it. For sure. Like I see Dude, it.
0: There is an alternate universe where you and I talk about that game like we talk about God of War. Right, for sure. <laughs> For sure, but it's not this one. Not yet. So at least, at least not yet. Um, But I think I'm leaning the needle just a little bit one way. Okay. Towards what I think the voters will pick, right? And I want to hear your response first. I I
1: don't really think it's that big of a competition. I think Elden Ring wins it. I so think I. I think Elden Ring wins it. Uh, and
2: it
0: saddens me. <laughs>
1: I think I think that God of War doesn't suffer. That's 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 a harsh word, but I think it's a truth that it is just a continuation of God of War twenty eighteen. And that's that's that's, right, that's that's amazing. That's the knock. Nah. Guess what? The knock. Nah. Avengers endgame was just a continuation of Avengers Infinity War, right? But come on, Endgame that's is amazing, point. right? Like Endgame is like like you know what so but Elden Ring Elden Ring's got it. It's got the sauce. Elden Ring is, is, is what the people want, man. It it, it is Here's it's, my
0: question. What what if this were Elden Ring versus a game that released this year but was God of War 2018? So there's no sequel. So you've got one versus one. You don't have a game I still, that's continuation.
1: I still go Elden Ring. I, I still think it's Elden Ring. I think I still think the God of War game, that's a new game, is a third person action adventure game from Sony that we've seen in a formula that we've seen. Elden Ring is not a formula that we've really seen.
0: I could debate that it's not a formula we've seen with the original God of War. I think oh, Elden Ring with, might still with, win. With the original
1: God of War, it's not. But, like, with so many third-person action-adventure games, it is. Yeah, that's fair. It's a Last of Us, an Uncharted, a Horizon, like, less of an I open think with world. the
0: love, the PR love behind Sony and PlayStation first-party studios, like, God of War maybe gets there. But, um... It wouldn't be a surprise if Ragnarok wins, but I think you and I—if I could speak for you—feel like it's sixty forty Elden Ring. Yeah, is that fair? Okay,
1: I, I might be closer to seventy thirty, but sixty forty feels good too. I think it's—I yeah. think it's real close. It, again, could be wrong. I could be reading the room wrong. We we could we could be here on December eighth. We could be here on December eighth and, and easily got a work and win easily. Right? Like the game is incredible. It could be one vote right yeah it could, certainly could be it certainly could be um but i don't think we're wrong in the fact that those are the only two options i don't think that's even a contest like those games are watch it be straight <laughs> oh my god i would walk i, I would love it, it would, the, I the invite the chaos um yeah <laughs> oh
0: yeah incredible list there what what about most anticipated they have that right what was the it? category? We, we
1: talked about it. We,
0: yeah. I went, I went, we bought, we both went Zelda. Yeah. Early. We think we both,
1: went, we Zelda. Yeah, think we both okay. went Zelda.
0: There's one other category I was thinking of. Got
1: them all, man. I went through Maybe every now.
0: one. We must've skipped.
1: I went Regardless. through topic by topic. Uh, Rashawn in the chat's going on. He's, he's, uh, he's such a from software guy, but he believes it's Santa Monica studios. And, and God got a war. I mean, it's it's my pick too, for sure. Like for me, again, I don't have a horse in the race because I haven't touched Elden Ring. I just think that the votes will be there for Elden Ring. I think that Elden Ring is profound enough of a game that it will overcome the hype of the God of War. I think that From Software will win its second game awards, game of the year in three years. What was what was Sekiro nineteen? I think so. Yeah, nineteen. Oh. Okay. Here's the question: When, well, when did Jedi Fallen Order come out? Nineteen. So nineteen, because it because it didn't count because it came out too I, late.
0: do you even think of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what a what a list, and what I think is like a relatively quiet year. You had some heavy hitters, but there was there's some years I, where I'm like, I like, I disagree. Like I I understand I
1: understand that from a perspective. I understand where you could come from with quiet. But man, just look at that. Look at that that indie debut list and that indie game of the year list but, and then look at the game of the year of list. there's
0: a lot of offenders and that's not a bad thing to say that they're like a lot of the same list but like I don't know there's some years where I'm like hey there's a, there's a ton of 8 or 9 out of 10 games and this year it felt like there were a few 9 or 10 out of 10s and then down to like 7 after that like there wasn't a lot of mid-range games like a Jedi Fallen Order where it won. it could win game of the year in a year that was like kind of quiet i i on who I, understand,
1: I understand i understand i just think the mid the mid range was so heavy in the top two there's never been a top two like this there's never been a top two like this we like it like you we don't know we don't know which one is like uh, i don't know i point about, i can point 2017 maybe with breath of the wild
0: so like, what about 2018 i mean you had God of war and spider-man and something else yeah i just don't think it was the same level oh red dead redemption 2 that's what it was like that that was kind of crazy wasn't for us so much but there was a lot
1: that year that that, that's true that that's a close one i mean but but again again that's that those are the two there's no other people loved
0: assassin's creed that year which is funny to say odyssey
1: yeah who could could forget mario tennis aces yeah you're right you're right (laughs) But I mean, for me, that's a great year. The Celeste came out that year. Like there, there's a lot. There's a lot in 2018. Yeah. But but I don't know, like two games like this, two games like this. I think that God of War and Red Dead are, are close. That's close. That's real. That's that's probably the only other time this has happened. But
0: all right. So man, so dude. it's McDavid and Eichel.
1: <laughs> no, it's McDavid and McDavid, dude. It's
0: McDavid and Matthews, we'll say.
1: It's McDavid um, and McDavid, bro. <laughs> They're the same.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll we'll find out in a few weeks what that looks like. Um What? We ready to jump into guess the game? I'm ready, dude. I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, we're going to we're going to play guess the game. <sighs> we've, been, we've been getting pretty good at this. I I got it just in the nick of time on my last or second to last question the last episode of Busy Sticks. John's going to ask me. I've got a game in my head. He's going to ask some yes or no questions to try to figure out what game I'm thinking about.
1: Okay. I've got 15 questions, right? Are you going to keep track of the guesses, or would you like me to? I'll, I'll do it. Okay. 15 questions. You have a game in mind. I have to start somewhere. But where I will start is, did this game launch on the Xbox One PlayStation 4 generation? No. Okay. Did not. On a stick generations. Did this game launch on the Xbox 360 PS3 generation?
0: No.
2: Oh no! <laughs> oh no!
0: <laughs> Getting crazy out of the gate here. Oh, no, it's
1: okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um. Okay. That would have been, so 360 PS3 was 04 or 05, 05, I would say.
2: 05.
1: (sighs) Okay, I'm just going to head upwards. Did this game come out on the Xbox series slash PlayStation 5 generation? Yes. That's very helpful. That's very helpful. So it released. Oh, yeah. It released on that generation. That was my Mm -hmm. third question, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, Is this game playable on the Nintendo Switch? No. 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 Switch can't handle the Series X on the PS5? Of course not. No way, Jose. Of course not. All right. We're on PS5, we're on Series X, possibly. Um, Is this game exclusive to any console platform? Yes. It is, okay. It is. So so it's not Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. Uh, Is this game a, a part of a franchise? It is, yes, it is. it is. It is. It is it is. Okay. Part of a franchise. <laughs> part of a franchise. That doesn't really help me. I don't know. All all the play, all the PlayStation all the PlayStation yeah. 5 games come out. <laughs> right. Better not be returnal. That's not part of a franchise. That's all I can think of. it's like <laughs> on the bubble. Uh not on the bubble. That's not a franchise. Um it, it's a franchise. Okay. What, what am I at question wise?
0: You've you've asked six already.
1: Okay. Doing is good. is this game playable on PS4? No.
2: Okay. All right. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, is this game Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart?
0: No. Whoa! Oh really good guess. Damn it. Oh, man. God. I went in. I went, I went all in. It fits the criteria, but it is not. Whoa. Eight questions done. Eight, uh, eight questions done. It's not ratcheting. Like, what games you are... You absolutely have this.
1: I, I, I'm I sure I do. I'm just not close in my head yet. I'll, I'm sure I'll connect the dots. I'm sure I'm... I'm we talked sure.
0: about it. It's so funny from this perspective. Like, I know. Oh, my gosh. You right. will have it.
1: Right, right, yes, right. You, you will. Oh my God, the PS4 parts throw really? me off. It really is. It really is throw me off.
2: Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh.
1: I'm I'm frozen right now. I'm frozen.
0: Let it seep in because I I was frozen too, but I I had to come back there last week. Yeah, you sure did. You got the you got that one. The cream will rise to the top. You know, you'll get there. <laughs> What is happening? I'm gonna I'm gonna let you sort it
1: out. Okay, you can let me sort it out. Is it Astros Playroom? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that might be the only other PlayStation
0: Five exclusive. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Uh, So that came out two years ago. Basically, this week. That's Uh, awesome. We talked about Ragnarok and the Dual Sense and all this stuff. It just felt right that that was the game to talk about. That's a good one. It's a game that you and I love so much. If I'm not mistaken, we had it ranked fourth on our our Game of the Year each for 2020. So yeah, Astros Playroom, man. I was like, I he's either going to get there real fast or maybe it'll. Maybe it'll take a little bit. That's a great so pick. It's a
1: great game. You you question it.
0: Ratchet, man. That was a good one too. It didn't even occur to me, but it fit all of those bullet points. Yeah,
1: I could have gone there. I could have gone with like platformer animation. I could have gone a lot of the ways where it would have kept leading me
0: towards Ratchet. You narrowed it down pretty quickly and did a good job. Once you hit Ratchet, though, I thought it was gonna get us to maybe like question eleven or twelve after that. Because right. I was like, I did. maybe you'll be stuck. Great job all around there. All right, folks. That went really fast. Not like last time we played this game. (laughs) So uh, if you have a guess the game suggestion, I think you should get a hold of us on social media. Let us know. Uh, Only let one of us know, by the way, because we're always playing against each other. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll use it in a future episode of Busy Sticks. Almost said Geek's Got Game there. Wow. Throwback. John, we'll wrap up this episode of Busy Sticks. Where can people find you on social media, and what can people look forward to on the Geekiverse?
1: You can find me at Disrupted on all things social. Uh, look forward to our Black Panther: Wakanda Forever review. We just recorded that. It's not up as of this moment, but if you're watching this on YouTube or listening on a podcast, then it's it's up. It it'll, it will be. It will for sure be up. That was a fun. That was a fun episode. We talked a lot, talked a lot about that movie. And what a what a ride it was.
0: It was truly wonderful and worthy of the legacy of one Chadwick Bozeman, if I do say so myself. Check that out. Uh, I can be found at I Am Broseye on social media. Thanks for tuning in live at twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse. Whether you're watching it or listening to it on youtube.com slash the Geekiverse or listening on podcast services around the globe, we greatly appreciate you. We've got our charity stream coming up. We've got Geeks Give Back. That's December 3rd. That's a A 12-hour stream. What's the purpose of that? We are trying to raise money for Make-A-Wish Foundation, Western New York. We're going to have donations throughout the day. Hopefully, we'll have giveaways, prizes, new videos, live shows, and of course, playing video games. And maybe, just maybe, Derek Kramer eats something spicy. We shall see. For John Fick, I'm Josiah Leroy. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Busy Sticks. Have a wonderful week.